service. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Chef Sense. I'm your host, Chef Massey. I want to take a minute real quick just to say I wish you all a happy Thanksgiving and a successful season upcoming in the holiday run. All right. So this one is a solo flight with me. And it is for people that are looking to get into our industry that say, hey, I want to be a chef. So uh, it's just some insights that um, I'm putting out there for those that are interested. All right. Take care and uh, be safe. And away we go. Maybe this is a career path that you want to take. Maybe you've had people in your family or you've taken an interest in it some way, somehow. This is what you think you want to do. In that, I am biased. I I do truly believe this is the best industry in the world. It has given me a career path and the ability to become the best human being that I could have ever imagined. It's challenged me in ways that I would have never expected. It is an intense industry. It is a beautiful industry that goes along with the people that I am very grateful to have crossed paths with, stayed connected uh, with over all my years. So yeah, I've been in the food and beverage industry or in kitchens at a very young age, at, you know, at 14 years old in an upscale Italian restaurant. Yeah, I got into it because, you know, it was more normal to be in a chaotic kitchen than wanting to be at home. It was my home away from home. The bug bit me then, and I've been in it ever since. Uh, I've been an executive chef for coming up on 22 years now. I've ran large brand uh, hospitality groups from Marriott to Wyndham to, you know, Sheraton and even luxury side of things. Uh, I was with Canyon Ranch Resort for uh, about 11 years. I've run the gamut of, you know, multiple outlets and being privileged to have, uh, you know, a brigade kitchen um, with all the sub departments. So it has been the best journey I could have ever imagined for myself. And again, like I mentioned, it it's pushed me in ways that you really find out what you're made of. You know, if you want to look to get into our industry, I have to say, you know, brace yourself for a lot of memories and a lot of intense and also very amazing people. When you look in kitchens, you know, I always, I don't want to say that we're a group of people that in society, we're the black sheep because there's we're all we're all combined in in kitchens, and and I think that's what makes it so much fun because you have that ability with all the of with everyone with so many different perspectives. It, it really opens your mind up to push creativity, to push your leadership style, to build an all inclusive learning environment. And, um, you know, that, that also makes it a lot of fun as well. It is very stressful. It's one of the most stressful jobs in the world. You know, that being said, why is that? Well, you have, uh, you know, as chefs we're we're engineered and, and we kind of raise each other up with this, um, very high expectation that perfection is, is number one. I know that sounds very intense, and it is, but to be honest with you, whether it's a small mom-and-pop Italian restaurant to, you know, high-end restaurants and everything, I, people in our industry push hard at what they're doing, period. There are different talent levels. There are different abilities. There's different cuisines. 
like I mentioned, different character types, and you mash all that up in an industry. And man, if you don't get a wonderful, entertaining group of people to work with. Food can take you wherever you wish you could be. You can travel the world. And that's a part of that journey, staying in that course, thinking about what you want from the industry and how knowledgeable you want to be. You learn culture, you learn groups of people. It's a very powerful, amazing process. You can impact your local community, you can impact your region. You know, you also have the opportunity to impact someone's day. You know, they could come in having just a horrible day because of the the food passion, the service passion that you know, your establishment has the power to actually help someone maybe turn their day around, um, finish their day in a better position, you know, and I think that's, that just says so much to what we truly can do with food, affecting um, our areas and, and the people around us. So not just, you know, how we are in our kitchens with our own teams or, you know, front and back of the house as leaders, but in our community. There are amazing culinary schools that we have here in the United States. The CIA, the Culinary Institute of America, um, they have a couple of campuses. And, you know, obviously they have some online stuff too as well for continuing education. Johnson Wales is another excellent culinary school. Uh, I believe both of those still offer a four-year degree, which is pretty intense. You know, you have a wide variety. You also have like tech schools. If you're coming up and you're looking at a high school and you're starting out and that looks exciting, you can go into that. You can also do community college. Many community colleges have food service programming. You know, again, if this is what you want to do, think about some questions, you know, and reach out to those people. See if you can spend some time with them. You know, I always recommend that people trying to do a year or two, even before they go into culinary school. It does give you a level of, of an edge. The other thing I want to advise, oftentimes coming out of culinary school, you are in this mindset that you're going to walk into a head chef, executive chef role, you know, upper level management. You know, sometimes uh, I do think that the culinary schools do have a tendency to have students feel as though that they could go right into something. I always say, you know, don't rob yourself of the journey. Um, Don't cheat yourself of growing, running the course, um, taking those steps on each level coming up the ladder. Uh, I think it's very important Um, Sometimes I, you know, one thing I have noticed is, especially today and as time has gone along, as food and being a chef has elevated itself and, you know, especially in the last 35 years or so, you know, you really, you need to earn the stripes. You got to earn your way. And not only just for yourself, but for those that you're going to be leading in those kitchens, the more you learn, the more valuable you are in the market, the more seasoned you are to, because we deal with a variety of incoming issues. I'm not, you know, it's sometimes you're playing the game of whack-a-mole. Uh, some of us <laughs> use that terminology in the industry that, you know, you're putting out fires and obviously your goal is, is to get the wisdom between the ears to extend those years, right? You're seasoned in those challenges, those moments. And, you know, I'm not saying either hold yourself back, but 
that also you're you're constantly evaluating yourself. So again, don't rob yourself of just, you know, I'm out of school. I've I've done this. I'm going to walk right into it. You can. You know, I think you're only going to add to yourself more wisdom if you just allow the journey to happen as well. Take those windows of opportunity and keep pushing. I am one that did not go to culinary school. It's a very long road. I don't want to downplay, you know, 30 years ago. Things have changed and and know that too, that we are an industry that because we're so driven, we're always looking and pushing ourselves on trends. We're looking at some of our, you know, our leadership in the industry, those that are elite chefs, uh, men and women that you know, keep plowing the road ahead and the rest of us are just filling right in, doing what we love to do in our own way. Take a look at, you know, that what you want out of it, some questions. What's the lifestyle like? Uh, What's the pay like? What, you know, there's plenty of things that you could probably mill over and, and write down so that you're prepared. The life of a chef is, it's very hard, demanding, but it's very rewarding. I think many of us do struggle with finding boundaries. That's another side, to be honest with you, that you're going to have to figure out the balance because when the family, you know, you have a significant other and you decide children come along um, or you're just starting a new relationship or you have other things outside, you know, that when people want to do things and when holidays come up, weekends and things like that, we're in the kitchen. We are in the kitchen. You know, again, there are some jobs that different hospitality or, uh, you know, positions that you're not, you're able to manipulate your schedule a little bit more, but um, it is trying to figure out balance. You're growing as a human being, you're growing as a chef, and you're growing with those that you're privileged to lead. It can be quite a bit, you know, you're looking at the responsibilities of that position, you know, a head chef, executive chef position um, overseas at times multiple outlets. It oversees, uh, meaning that you could have a couple restaurants. You could have one restaurant, off-site catering, on-site catering. And in that, you know, you could have a bake shop. You could have, a, you know, a pastry team that, you know, when you're creating things, you're working with that team and you could have a bake shop where you're doing bread. So, Really, the position is what you want to make out of it. Um, I have to be honest with you that, you know, the more you learn, the more knowledge you gain in those sub-departments. There's many of us that we have a very base knowledge in pastry as a head chef, and some may not. You have cooks and, and pastry chefs in their own category there that their responsibility is to work with you and you're a team developing menus. So I do highly advise that you know, get get knowledgeable. Um, I have a passion for pastry. I have a passion for bread baking. I have a high respect for those positions. But I know as a chef, at least for myself in leadership, it's important that the team knows that I have a knowledge base that I'm able to go and flow between, you know, if there's a call out or if there's you know, whatever. It's the same thing I'm asking of that staff member. Can they cover that shift? Can they cover that position? And I, I expect of myself the same. So there's there's a lot to learn. There's a lot in, in being a chef. It's a lifelong process. You know, I know that all of these years, I'm humble enough to tell you, I don't know everything. I, I wish I did. <laughs> I know quite a bit, 
but I this this industry with how talented people are with the generations coming up that I'm so proud of and the current chefs that I'm so proud of in this country to see food where it's going, we are never going to stop. This career path is always evolving. If you're looking for something that just, you know, is comfortable and this is not it, you know, this is not an eight-hour job. This is not, you know, 40 hours a week. I mean, believe me, some places are seasonal and, you know, you try to do your best to keep those boundaries. But, you know, it's it's kind of um it's kind of a position of being a boat captain. You know, oftentimes I kind of look at it that way because here you are, you know, the boat's docked and you're filling the coffers and you're, you know, checking equipment and you're doing your checklists and running through all that and you get ready to head out to sea. You shove off and you're gone and you could be gone for days, you could be gone for weeks, you could be gone for much longer. So in a kitchen we can run in a very similar pattern that business levels are high, your season has started. You can go long stretches of time without stepping out of that. That, you know, that's why I kind of correlate the two is that, you know, you, you've heard me mention about the boundaries is that, you know, you do need to be able to handle that and also understand you need to step away when you're docked maybe in the downtime or what have you, that you're taking that time for yourself. You know, I want to make that clear to everyone that, you know, in that position, that's how challenging it can be. Um, You can go days without a day off. There's a lot of us that are in smaller operations that, you know, we are tied to our line, not just expediting the front, getting food moving out with our runners and uh, front of the house team. You know, there's many of us that are positioned, you know, front and center on the line, Uh, on the other side. And that's also very exciting too, don't get me wrong, but it can be very codependent. You know, it is, we are in there and it's full throttle. So you have to have that mental fortitude and that psychological stamina, the working chef, the lead by example, it can be all consuming. But that again, that's going back to what I mean by the example of a boat captain, that we are you know that you know every rivet, you know every noise that your boat makes. It's the same thing in a kitchen. You know all your equipment, you know how old it is, you know when it's been serviced last. It's it's you, it's your boat, it's your crew. And you have a great responsibility to them to keep things going, to you know, but in that you've got to make sure that you can still connect with yourself um and those loved ones so that you can recenter yourself and then get back in there. So I, I know I've already talked about that, but it is very important to me because that's something that I struggle with. Hey, I'd like to take a moment just to share with you. I do have some affiliates that you can take advantage of. Uh, go to chefmassey.com, my website. Click on my affiliates. Go down through there. You're going to see some companies like Vitamix, King Arthur Flower, Jasper Hill Farm, Zwilling, Wolf Fish, and Thrive Market. These guys are truly great companies. Take advantage of that. You know, I also can get a hold of some promotions with some of these specific companies during this holiday season. So feel free to email me at james at chefmassey.com. I can look into more of those promotions with further detail to help you out. So thank you. And now back to the episode. Looking at the exciting side of a chef of, of that knowledge, you've got menu creativity. I know social media has been a very big support to us on 
seeing what's out there and gaining quick knowledge, you know, building menus. And then the financial side, you've got food costs to worry about. You've got labor costs. You've got overhead. You know, sometimes places you're doing a remodel. So you're looking at redesigning your dining room, you know, working with your front of the house team to educate them on your menu, not just your team in the kitchen, because it's so important that your team on the front there, you know, I always say that a, a dining room, it's like a stage. You go to the play and you're sitting there, everybody behind the curtain and everybody on the stage, everybody has a part. And it's, all of it is so important that when a, a guest or a customer comes in that they buy into your play. The food comes out, the orchestra is going. And I mean, it's just, it you know, a well-run restaurant for me is so inspiring. I get so much joy out of seeing other chefs do well. It means so much to me because I know that they're doing their part, they're doing their thing, and they're killing it. And I'm proud of them for it. They keep my fire going. And that's another thing in this industry. You've got to keep your fire going. You got to keep the fire stoked. Um, and, and how do you do that? That's getting out there. It's getting out with farms and businesses that inspire you, that you can feature on your menu. Getting out to what you know, whatever it is, food shows, or taking that time with that chef that you're you're working with to learn more. How do they get inspired? Um, you know, how do they keep that passion going? Going out to to restaurants that you you those chefs you find inspiring, you can get in there and see their menus, taste their food, and take something away from it. But there's been you know even in that side of it in kitchens, you know I've I've had the opportunity to work with farms that you know if I could get it where a couple cooks could go over and butcher or do do something with that farm, or we would go and pick on the farm and physically get out there. You only have so much time in your day, and I know that a lot of us get consumed. To be able to take your team out into the fields, see how they feed off of that is is so amazing. It does so much for those that you're privileged to, like I said, uh, to work with. That's how I keep my fire going. And when you're looking at this industry, take a look at chefs that that inspire you. It's It's kind of like when you look at coming up Maybe you were an athlete or there's some sport that you like that you found inspiration and hey, I, you know, I want to, I admire, you know, uh, Michael Jordan, any of them, right? And you're like, okay, you're there. You're there. I'm not you, but you're a role model or you are that person that I'm putting in front of me as an example of some inspiration that I get from you that that I, I wish someday I could be like or emulate in some way. And that's the same way with the chef. There's so many out there. It really, you've got Daniel Hoom, you've got Nancy Silverton or Sean Brock, Dominique Crenn, Dan Barber, uh, Charlie Trotter. I mean, there's just, you know, there's some of us that are, that are no longer here anymore. Uh, speaking of Charlie Trotter, but Gray Coons and some of these that, uh, you know, know that you're also, that's a good point too, is knowing that you're stepping into, there's a very rich history uh, of being a chef. And that, that's not just in our country, it's in the world. Many chefs, there's a lineage involved, one chef stemming from the other, stemming from the other. And we pass those teachings along and those styles along to each other with those that we believe will be the next in line. 
And so know that you're also with people that where you can, as long as you walk with humble feet and a strong work ethic and drive, I mean, I call it strive and drive, you're striving to show that chef that you have the drive, the commitment, the loyalty to continue to keep learning. And it's one service at a time, one day at a time. As long as you can commit to that, you will build yourself a career path. But again, going into, you know, there's other opportunities that maybe some movies or some literature or what have you that, you know, for example, the movie Burnt, right? That was uh, with Bradley Cooper. He was the chef, Adam. That shows an internal struggle uh, that he had with addiction and relationship struggles and um, how he stepped out of it for a while and then got back into it. And it showed, you know, really how fast our, our industry moves. He had to pick up the new techniques. You know, he saw sous vide and that movie does show an underbelly to our industry. There's this series called The Bear, where I think that's uh, Jeremy Allen White. Carmi is the chef he plays. That's a young chef coming into his brother's failing restaurant, and it's more of a comfort food and family run. He wants to completely gut it, completely change it. It's, I think, post-COVID, I mean, because there's some restaurants that went out, and all of a sudden now he's like, you know, he's in it, and and uh, it, it shows an insight to uh, the internal chemistry of how kind of crazy a kitchen can be. It... Um, that, you know, I have to be honest, that one kind of gave me some uh, flashbacks on the intensity. And, you know, that's another one of how intense it really can be. The other is The Chef's Table. That's a great series of episodes that will show you world-renowned chefs that share their passion, their journey, where they are today, you know, kind of where they found their inspiration from. There's also things like Mind of a Chef, which was with Chef Anthony Bourdain, another, uh, you know, rest in peace for him, another person that really showed, you know, like with Kitchen Confidential, the underbelly about, you know, how our industry is. Michael Roman is actually another good one if you want to look at a, a few of his books on the industry. He's, he's pretty amazing. So look at the world's 50 best restaurants. They do the best of the best, a list that comes out that you can see chefs of the world. You can go into their websites and look at their menus. And and I'm pointing these elite chefs out there. You need to be you. That's, you know, you you find your way, get your foundation, but make sure that you're original to yourself. A lot of these things have been done before. But if you do it your way, if you do it with your style, you're an artist. If that's, I mean, that's what a chef, a chef is a leader, an artist. There's so much, so many layers to the position. You know, looking at some of these examples and asking those questions in your community, it will help you get a perspective if, if you want to do this for your career path. And I know for myself, I'm going to continue to do this. Not only is it the best position to have ever, but there's just so much that you can take away from being an effective leader to being an effective leader in your community and always creating something for yourself. That's, that's what it is to be a chef. It's not, 
you know, we're not going into it and being like, oh, it was, it was an okay service. Uh, that, that was good, guys. Uh, you know, that's all right. I mean, we just, we don't look at it that way. It's, that was outstanding. That was excellent. How do we, you know, let's keep pushing the boundaries. Let's keep going. And that alone with the young chefs coming in that are so driven and with everything today and technology that we're dealing with, with cooking techniques and, and plating techniques, it's, it's never going to stop. And I think that's the beauty of being a chef. So yeah, that's, you know, that's my perspective on, on everything. You know, I do want to mention here as well that I've added, it's called the 86th award. What I'd like to do is if you could email me, james at chefmassey.com, your challenge or whatever had occurred in your day, you had a crappy day, this person treated you that way, um, this chef or this cook, uh, I didn't appreciate how this went. And you think they deserve the uh, 86th award. Send it to me. Your first name. I'll mention your first name and your last initial. I can mention the state that you're in. If you're not comfortable with that, then that's fine too. We can keep it completely anonymous. Share what you're going through. Uh, please feel free to reach out. You know, let's keep cooking. Yeah. All right, everyone. That is a wrap. You can check us out if you like that. Subscribe. Also, the Instagram, Chef Massey. Let's keep it simple chefmassey.com. Have a good one. Bye for now.